Gabriel, have you had enough of playing smaller than you were designed to? Of taking five steps forward and six steps back, feeling like you're self-sabotaging, stuck and frustrated when it comes to growing your business and your finances? Do you want to go from feeling limited in your ability to make choices on how you want to live your life to walking in both the time and monetary freedom that will allow you to invest your presence where it matters most to you? If that's you, you're in the right place. Welcome to Kingdom Women Making Millions, where by showcasing inspiring stories of kingdom women who have paved the way in making millions, changing lives, and transforming their family's legacy, I am on a mission to inspire, uplift, and empower women just like you to overcome every limitation in between you and the life of your dreams so you too can make millions, impact lives, transform your family's legacy, and advance the kingdom of heaven exactly as your good, good father always designed you to. It's time to step into your greatness. Joshua 1.9 mean to you? Oh, Joshua 1.9, it has absolutely changed my mind. I always tease that if they, you know, if I die and they do an autopsy, I believe Joshua 1.9 is like engraved in my heart. And it says, have I not commanded you? Well, I mean, that, that, that is so powerful. This is God speaking to Joshua. Have I not commanded you to be brave? to be strong. Do not be discouraged. Do not be dismayed for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And I had been teaching a Bible study. It was in 2017, January of 2017 on the book of Joshua. And as I was teaching that, that scripture just came alive. And I truly believe that God was saying to me, Teresa, have I not commanded you to be strong, to be courageous? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord, your God will be with you wherever you go. And I really, I, I took it to heart and I began to say, okay, God, I am going to be brave for the rest of my life. And I was 50 years old. And I thought, you know, I, and every decision that I have to make from here on out, I am going to weigh it. What is the bravest thing that I can do? And that's going to be what I do. And so, listen, I thought it was going to be like having a hard conversation here and there and Send, you know, those kinds of things. And then in March, that was January, in March is when my son called me that night and said, Mom, it's time. You've got to walk away from your job and you need to come. And I had just promised God that I was going to be this brave woman. So I I said yes. And that, and that scripture is what gave me the strength to say, yes, I'm going to do this. And I am going to expect God to be with me, just like he said, wherever you go. He's going to be with me in Dallas, Texas. And I came. And then whenever it was time to start the Women's Real Estate Investors Network, and I was so scared and I was I was not full of confidence and all of that. I did it scared, but I said, okay, God, you commanded me to be strong and courageous and I'm going to go do this and I'm going to expect you to be with me and to bless me and to walk with me. And I'm telling you what, he has walked with me every step of the way. And it has been the most exciting journey I've ever been on. And God has not failed me. He's been right there every bit of the way. That is so incredible. Would you speak to those? Like I can, you know, you're such a dynamic speaker and presenter. Would you speak to here around that area of speaking for those in our audience? Yes, that's my passion uh, is sharing. 
And so again, like before I was ever doing this, I was teaching Bible studies. And so it was so amazing to be able to put the specialized knowledge with investing with my faith. And so my, my entire network is very faith-based. You don't have to be a, you know, a Christian to be in my network, but you have to be okay with me being a Christian because I share my faith and I share scriptures and I pray over my ladies on every single call that I have with them. And, um, so yes, just, you know, speaking is something I've always, I was extremely shy as a young girl, but, um, I broke out of that as I, you know, began to get a little bit older. And I'll tell you the bet what I believe if you are wanting to be a speaker and you're scared, if you will find the thing that you're passionate about, that I can be nervous. I can be a little bit scared or intimidated, but my passion for the thing I'm talking about will override that. If I believe that you need to hear what I have to say, because it's going to change your life, whether it's about Jesus or whether it's about um, learning how to invest in real estate, well, that will override your fear because it's like, I'm about to change this person's life. Not because I'm all that, but because God has put some specialized knowledge, or he's put the truth of the word of God on the inside of me. And I want to shout it out to the whole world because I know how it's all affected my life. And I want it to affect every woman that I come in contact with. That's such great advice. I love it. Now, in your book, you also say there are a few things to talk about before you start making offers, right? So negotiation is one of them. So what are a few of your top recommended resources for those seeking to grow in their negotiation skills? Yes, negotiating was not something that was was uh, that not it didn't come easy for me, and it was not natural. I really had to learn. And so, one a few of the things that I did is first, I've, I read books on negotiating. I mean, go to Amazon and just like get three books, the top three sellers. You know, uh, ne- never split the difference by Chris Voss uh, is a really great book. Um, read and then practice practice negotiating, find someone that is also wanting to learn that skill and practice. And that's what I did as well as if you can be around someone, my three sons were, oh my gosh, that was their, that is their gift from God is just uh, negotiating. And so I had the opportunity to sit in their presence and watch the way they did it, ask the questions and then practice with not, and, and so myself and another girl that was just starting out, we would go together when we were going out to uh, negotiate and she would do, she would do one. And then the next time I would do it. And then we would get back in the car and we would discuss what we should have said or what we shouldn't have said. And, Oh, we should, you know, this is what we'll do next time. And so, you know, practice makes perfect. So just practice, find someone that's really good at it. And you, even YouTube videos are so good reading the books, finding a mentor that can really teach you and then practicing. And then you just have to step out there and try it. You know, you just have to do it and you're not going to be great at first, but don't be discouraged. Just go do it again and do it again. And you probably, if you read my book, you know, I I spoke with 57 people before I got my very first deal. So I flopped 56 times before I got it, but don't stop, just keep going. And um, before you know it, it all begins to feel natural. And now I never even think about it as negotiating. I'm just going to go have a conversation with someone and offer 
a win-win, creating a win-win, not just thinking about myself and how this is going to benefit me, but how can I create a win-win for them as well? And you negotiate the best deal for both people and you're going to win every time. Would you share with us that story about your 56 and the 57? <laughs> yeah. So uh, it was a crazy day. I, I actually was uh, knocked on a door of someone that was uh, going into foreclosure in just a couple of weeks. And when I knocked on the door that day, a gentleman answered and I was able to say, hey, you know, I know that you're about to lose your house into foreclosure. And I would love to talk to you about how I could um, keep that house from uh, going on into foreclosure on your credit, I can put some cash in your pocket and I can help you to get a fresh start. Because, you know, if somebody's losing their home, that's a big deal. That is, you know, that's your biggest asset in life. And when you lose that, you feel so degraded and embarrassed. You don't want anybody to know and all of those things. And so he said, well, how can you help me? And so I went in and I began to negotiate with him and I was able, they were about to lose everything, everything. Come to find out he was disabled and that's why they were losing their home. His wife was working, but she just couldn't pay all the bills. And he didn't even know until the night before I knocked on his door that they were losing their home. She had kind of kept that from him just because he already had so much guilt. He already had so much on him. She thought she just didn't want him to know. And, but he had found out the night before and they had no idea what they were going to do. They could, he couldn't even lift anything over 20 pounds. They didn't know how they were going to actually move. They had no money to move. Well, I have a formula that I use. And when I use the formula, I was going to be able to purchase their house at a price that I knew was going to benefit me down the road, but I was also able to put $11,000 into their pocket. And $11,000 to them was absolutely life-changing. It was going to help them get into something that they could afford and get their utilities turned on. And um, I said, and she was so worried about how to move. And I said, well, how about I just get some movers for you? So I got... I, I hired two movers to come and move their things and I, uh, I I got a rent a rental truck and a couple of guys came over and moved all of their things into their new place, did all of that. They didn't have to lift anything. And, you know, it cost me $400 to have those movers come and do everything. And I made $20,000 and that was my very first deal. And so it was easy. I could spend $400 to help them. And that's what I'm talking about, creating a win-win. And, you know, the, the thing that they said to me over and over, it's like an angel came to our door that day. It's like, you know, so that's what I have built my business on is always doing the right thing, being ethical, creating win-wins, not taking advantage of someone, but being a blessing to someone and helping them out of a bad situation. And so that was my very first deal. And it was so fun and so exciting. I was like, oh my gosh, this is what real estate investing is all about. That's so amazing. Actually, when I read that in your book, it just struck me so powerfully how like by your willingness to do this while God is partnering with you to generate wealth for you and your generations. At the same time, it's so powerfully impacting and helping the people that you're reaching out to. Can you yeah. speak more about that win-win actually? Like just for those who are new to real estate, what does it look like? You know, you win and the people you're reaching out to and prospecting actually winning Yes. So as investors, you know, we're not typically, we're not buying houses off the market. 
We're not buying, you know, cute little houses with white picket fences. We're usually buying ugly houses, houses that are, you know, sometimes falling apart. Uh, and so a lot of these people are in a crisis situation. They're losing their home due to divorce or, um, you know, foreclosure or something like that. So, and if you know that when you go in, instead of taking advantage of somebody that's already in a bad situation, if you go in with the mindset of, okay, I am going to be able to help them out of their situation. They need to get out from under something that they can no longer afford. But I also want to make sure that I leave them better off. And I have a phrase that I always say when I go in, I want to help you to get a fresh start. Mm -hmm. And, and so that's what I'm thinking. How can I help them to get a fresh start? And yeah. if you were talking to maybe someone that's just, they're losing everything due to a divorce or foreclosure, their mindset is, okay, they have, they have people calling them needing money from them and they can't, they can't pay their bills. They are feeling embarrassed. Maybe their spouses ran off and left them. They're already in a very, very down place. They do not need us knocking on their door or sending them a letter, making them feel worse about themselves. So I want to go into it and say, Hey, I know that you're in a really tough situation right now. It's I know, but listen, this is temporary. Let's get you out from under this situation. I'm going to put some cash in your pocket and I'm going to help you to get a fresh start. And I always want to talk about the future. Listen, this is temporary. Let's get in. I find out what they want. You know, sometimes they just need, they need to move to another state and with their parents to get a fresh start. So I start talking about what that's going to look like. Let's get you there with your mom and, and, you know, or let's get you to a brand new apartment. Let's get you, you know, and so, um, and it's just fun to help someone get a fresh start, especially out of a bad situation. And it begins to give them hope, especially wow. so many of them are in a hopeless situation and they begin to see things in a different light. I was like, yeah, it is temporary. And yeah, this kind of sucks, this situation that I'm in, but it's not forever. And so that is my heart is to help them to realize, listen, um, this is just a, a, a little you know, flip in your life, you're going to move on and God's got bigger and better things for you. That's so powerful. So as a real estate investor, you are partnering with God to cast fresh vision and release hope into the lives of those you meet. Yes. Incredible. I love it. Now, <laughs> Teresa, I know that, would you speak actually to those people who are feeling stuck maybe and so that they can get over whatever is in the way to walk into all that God has for them to fulfill the purpose he has for their life? Yes. Well, I am going to say to you to take Joshua 1, 9 into heart that God is saying, have I not commanded you? Have I, he's not, it's not a suggestion. He is, listen, God wanted to take his children over into the promised land. That's what it was all about. He was telling Joshua and Joshua was feeling scared. He didn't feel like he was the man to take them into the promised land. But God was saying, have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? And I just want to tell you, you're never going to wake up just feeling stronger or courageous. You have to just do it scared. You have to be determined that there. you do not have to stay stuck in your situation, whatever that situation is. But it will take you doing something. We can sit back and pray. God deliver me. But so many times we have to take a step. So whatever that step is, look for every opportunity because I have a feeling um, for every person that is listening, 
there's an opportunity knocking at your door. Maybe you've been saying no to it. Maybe you haven't even recognized it as an opportunity, but I hope that your eyes will open as, as you hear this and even watch tomorrow and the next day, look for opportunities and then say yes. You do not even know, have to understand how it's all going to play out. Just walk by faith, say yes, believe God for big things. Hey, you don't have to just believe for little things. Believe God for something so big and then say yes and then step into it and surround yourself with other people that will help you succeed, that maybe they have done this thing before. Do not be afraid to invest in yourself with mentors and, and teachers and coaches and um, and just believe that God, God, hey, God does not get glory from a bunch of people that are barely making it. Right. He gets glory when you are doing something amazing that you're where you're being a light, where you're being an impact, where you can make a difference. So believe that for yourself. Every one of you have a destiny. God is calling you to something bigger and better. Step into it. Step into it. One last group that I would love you to speak into. Okay. You speak into those who, are, who have been moms for years. Right. And that's all they've known. How can they break out of that mindset where it's it's just good enough? You know, I'm content, yes. thankful. Well, first of all, kudos to all of the moms out there because that's yes. the hardest job you will ever, ever have. And that's it's also the, the best job. I have three sons. Obviously, you know, they're grown. I have seven grandkids. Love my family. Um, but if you are feeling something, a pull and a call, first of all, do not feel guilty about that because you can be a mom and whatever else God is calling you to be. And I don't want you to feel insecure because, oh, you think, oh, well, all I've ever done was take care of kids. Listen, God will give you everything you need. If you have the desire on the inside of you to do something you chase that dream because that's something that God's put there and you can do this. And if you begin to seek out that the direction, whatever you're feeling called to, whether it's to write a book or to, to lead praise and worship at your church or to start a business or to start investing, or maybe one of the many things that you're going to hear uh, on, on this program with Sophia, it just um, chase that thing, step out by faith and know that God is going to make up the difference. He didn't put that on the inside of you so that you could long for it, but never receive it. He didn't put it on the inside of you for you to always think about it, but never step out. It is impossible to please God without faith. And he's looking for that person that will step out and say, okay, God, I'm going to go for this. I don't know how, I don't know what the next step is, but I'm going to do this thing and I am going to expect for you to be with me every step of the way. Doesn't mean it's going to be, not going to be tough and that there's going to be, you're going to trip every once in a while. It may, you may not be an overnight success, but if you will just get in there and stick with it and trust God, oh, you have no idea what's waiting on the other side. Amazing. As you were saying that, I was actually thinking, I'm, I'm hearing something about those who are afraid of getting it wrong, like of getting partnered with God wrong. Could you speak to that? Yes. I mean, and, and here's the truth is sometimes it is going to be wrong, but it's okay. It's not the end of the world. Just get back up and say, okay, uh, I zigged. I should have zagged. Or, uh, you know, like I told you, the very first meeting I had um, and everything that could go wrong went wrong. 
I could have very easily thought, oh, this wasn't God's will. Oh, I can't do this again. But you know what? I just showed up again the next time and I had the elevator situation fixed. Um, but and, and but and I grew a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. And we got better and better. And we began to look more professional over a time. But God will bless you where you are. And do not despise the small beginnings when you're going to fail because there's so much learning in that. I used to pack everything in this big black box and, you know, banners and all the things that I would need for a meeting. And I would, I had nobody, I was dragging that box by myself and coming, you know, 45 minutes early and setting up and putting out these cookies and then teaching. And then everybody went home and I was packing it all back in the box. But you know what? That's what it took to get me where I am today. So just be willing to do whatever it takes. And, you, if, you know, I would go live on Facebook. I bear, I didn't even know how to do it. And I had the camera facing the wrong way. Or I've just done all the things wrong and I'm still here. So don't kick yourself whenever you do something wrong. Laugh it off turn the phone around and keep going. <laughs> would you pray before we end this interview for everyone listening? I would love to. Well, Heavenly Father, I thank you for every every person that is listening to today. Father, I pray that you would just begin to give them revelation of prosperity and of the bl blessing that they should be blessed so that they can be a blessing, that you would break off the wrong mindsets and those limiting beliefs, that it would truly begin to rise up in them. Lord, that you would break that spirit of fear off of them and intimidation and insecurity, unworthiness. And Lord, I pray that you would just begin to flood them with a spirit of confidence, mm -hmm. a spirit of hope, a spirit of faith. God, show them the direction that they should take, that pull on their heart. Father, I just thank you for doors of opportunity that are going to begin to burst open and their eyes are going to see the opportunity and they're going to chase it. They're going to trust you and you are going to walk with them and bring them into prosperity, into blessing and into impact in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Teresa, it's been such a joy to spend this time with you. Thank you for taking this time to share your expertise with us. We so appreciate it. Yes, thank you for having me. Hey, gorgeous. Real quick before you go, if this podcast has blessed and inspired you in some way, the number one way you can thank us is to leave a written review for our show over on Apple Podcasts. It fills my heart with joy every time I hear from you and every time I see that what we do here has impacted your life in some way. So if you do that for me, I would be super grateful. The second thing you could do is take a screenshot of this episode or your review and go share it on your Instagram stories tagging me at the Sophia Latter. Let's bring on earth as it is in heaven together as kingdom women making millions. Much love and I'll meet you back here real soon.